Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. How amazing is it that we would praise the name of the Lord and that he would show up in such a powerful way. Oh, I'm always blown away how God responds to the praises of his people. He doesn't just make a cameo appearance. He inhabits himself in our praises. Hallelujah. Oh, what a privilege and honor it is to be here with you this morning. I don't know about you, but I can't believe that it's already December. Anybody else in that phase the beginning of the year went really slow, and then there was a blur and plop. We're in December, right? But I want to—I want you guys to give yourselves a round of applause. You made it through. You made it through. You watching us online. This was a difficult year, but you made it through. Also, we have to celebrate that. And 2020 indeed has been a year of so many surprises. And one of the biggest surprises for me has been the passing of so many influencers in our culture. We started this year with the passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter in that horrible helicopter crash. And so you knew right away that 2020 was gonna be special. And this year we've lost an incredible number of giants. We've lost Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, or the notorious RBG, like they call her. <laughs> we lost the original in Sean Connery. And anybody remember him? Right? We lost game show legend Alex Trebek. I don't know about you, I grew up watching him on Jeopardy. Right? He was an icon in our culture. We lost civil rights icon Congressman John Lewis and so many others. But one of the ones that hit our family especially hard was the passing of Chadwick Boseman, a young actor whose life was extinguished way too soon. As a matter of fact, last weekend would have been his 44th birthday. So he was only a few years older than me. Now in my family, we're big superhero fans, and so we know him best as King T'Challa from Black Panther. And I'll make a a little confession this morning that when that movie came out, we declared ourselves unofficial citizens of the nation of Wakanda. Yes, we did. <laughs> so eating was like, are you gonna be okay? Wakanda forever. <laughs> I'm going out to the store, that's okay, be careful, Wakanda forever. <laughs> the kids going to school, God bless you, Wakanda forever. <laughs> so we loved that magical place, we were ready for the sequel, we were ready. Also, when this young man passed away, we took it really hard. And around that time this summer, all of his movies began showing on TV and I didn't realize that beyond King T'Challa that he was in so many iconic roles. I mean, he really was an outstanding actor. And one of the greatest roles that he portrayed was that of the great Jackie Robinson in the movie 42. Anybody seen it? Oh, it was outstanding. And so as the first baseball player to break the race barrier in Major League Baseball, Chadwick had to portray a young Jackie Robinson that was both at the height of his life, but also at the height of difficulty as well. So he had all of this potential, great opportunity, but faced some incredible challenges. And so I watched this young actor dig deep into his soul to portray the struggles of this iconic baseball player. 
And so as the story goes, in 1945, Branch Rickey, the general manager of the Brooklyn Dodgers, had recruited Robinson to join the Dodgers minor league team. And if you watch the movie, Harrison Ford does an outstanding job portraying this no-nonsense manager. Now, as I watched this movie, I was surprised to find that Branch Rickey was actually a Christian whose faith had told him that injustice had to be fought wherever it was found. And so he saw Jackie Robinson as the key to fighting that injustice on the baseball field. And so after an extensive vetting process on April 15th, 1947, Jackie Robinson crossed over into the major leagues as he took the field for the first time as number 42 in the Brooklyn Dodgers, finally integrating America's favorite pastime. Oh, but I want you to know, beloved, that his journey was not an easy one as he was frequently tested both on and off the field. And every time he faced difficulty, I was amazed to see that he would utter this one saying to himself. He would tell people, God has built me to last. Now we're gonna spend the next few moments, beloved, reflecting on the theme, God has built me to last. So I want you to look at your neighbor who's socially distanced and tell them, God has built me to last. Turn to your other neighbor and tell them, God has built me to last. Come on, somebody. Woo, God has a message for you guys today. And so we're going to be studying the text in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 10. If you have your Bibles, turn there with me. It is a short piece of scripture, but it packs a lot of punch. And so we're going to be looking at that deeper. And it ties so wonderfully into the theme for this Sunday. We're celebrating the second Sunday of Advent. And so we're celebrating the theme of faith. For you to be able to look at yourself in the mirror. For you to be able to look at your difficulty. For you to be able to look at the devil and say, no, not today. God has built me to last. That takes a certain level of faith. Amen. All right, we need to build up our faith to that level today. So if you have your Bibles, turn with me as we read the reading for the day found in 2 Corinthians 12, 10. And I'll be reading in the New International Version. And the word of the Lord reads as such. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Hallelujah. Come on, we need to hear that again today. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Oh, I also like the way it's rendered in the Passion Translation. So I'm going to read that for you as well. The word of the Lord says, so I'm not defeated by my weakness, but delighted. For when I feel my weakness and endure mistreatment, 
When I'm surrounded with troubles on every side and face persecution because of my love for Christ, I am made yet stronger. For my weakness becomes a portal to God's power. Hallelujah. I don't know about you. I want to be a portal for God's power. Hallelujah. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, I don't know what you may be. I don't know what you've come in here carrying. I don't know who or what is trying to get the best of you. But I think you need to hear today, God has built you to last. Yes, he has. And so today, I, I believe that we need to firm up our faith in knowing that God knew what he was doing when he created us. He knew beforehand the challenges we would face, and he made us to withstand them. Oh, he also sent his spirit to dwell within us, so to help us endure seasons of difficulty and seasons of pain and seasons of adversity. Oh, and in those places where you feel weak, in those places where you feel inadequate, those places become portals to God's power. Amen. Oh, and that was Paul's story, right? He wrote today's verse while grappling with some incredible difficulties, this thorn in his side, this pain that traveled with him all throughout his journey, and the only one that could help him was Jesus. Oh, God's grace was sufficient for Paul, and I need you to know that it's sufficient for you today. Come on, say amen if you believe that. Also, whether you're grappling with the systemic racism that Jackie Robinson faced, or the myriad of other challenges that 2020 may have brought to your doorstep, I believe that today, we need to have the unwavering faith that God has made us to last. So what does that mean? Practically speaking, what does that mean? Well, I believe that when God has built you to last, it means, number one, that he's separated you for a special purpose. See, Jackie Robinson believed that God had chosen him for a special purpose. He knew that if he had committed himself to accomplishing that amazing task, that God would give him the strength he needed to persevere. Oh, but just because you're separated, beloved, doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Oh, at a young age, uh, Jackie Robinson had it difficult. Oh, his family moved from Georgia to California because his mother thought that her children would have a better chance out west rather than living in the segregated south. Oh, but they were still poor. And they still faced discrimination since they purchased a house in a white neighborhood. And so at the age of eight, young Jackie Robinson had his first experience with racism as a, a girl in their neighborhood began shouting racial slurs at him. An experience that will remain seared in his memory. Oh, sometimes when we have those experiences as children, they, they remain in our minds surface for years to come and so 
he faced discrimination through his life. There were other life circumstances that also made it difficult for him to move forward. Their father had left them at a young age. So while he was in college, he, he needed to drop out to help his mother support the family. And then years later, he joined the army only to be court-martialed for refusing to step back a segregated military bus. So Jackie Robinson developed a reputation for having a feisty temper. Yet amazingly, none of those things disqualified him because God had plans for him. See, when God builds you to last, your foundation is in him. So the adversities of life cannot erode your greater purpose. So while the world may see the list of things that disqualify you, while the world may focus on the things you lack, our God sees your potential. Oh, even as we think about the Advent story, Mary and Joseph were unlikely candidates to be parents of the Messiah, a poor and unwed couple from Nazareth of all places. And yet, they were carriers of humanity's greatest hope. See, when God looks at us, he sees us with his divine lenses of faith. And he doesn't see what we're missing. And he doesn't see what we lack. He sees all of the good things, all of the potential he's built inside of us because he sees us with his lenses of faith. Oh, we need to see ourselves with those same lenses. Amen. See, right when you were being formed in your mother's womb, God was already making plans for you. He said, this one right here, this one is going to need good language skills because this one's going to be an attorney. And, and this one right here, this one's going to need to know how to stretch a dollar because she's going to be an entrepreneur one day. And this one right here needs good health insurance because they're going to be a stuntman one day. <laughs> This one needs to know how to stand on their feet for long periods of time because they're going to be a professional shopper. <laughs> well, <laughs> not talking to nobody, but <laughs> God knew what you needed before you needed it. And he packed it right inside of you to help you thrive. God journey before you began it. And he's embedded the right things inside of you. Because you have a very special purpose in the Lord. Oh, and I want you to know that that's a lifetime guarantee. That is a lifetime assignment. Although food has an expiration date printed on it, thank you to God that we don't. Hallelujah. So it's never too late to accomplish the unique assignment that God has created you for. Our assignment is only completed when Jesus calls us home. So seasoned saints, this is your time. I don't want to hear, oh, well, it's already, no, 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 there's still much more work for you to do in the Lord. Young people, you still have work to do in the Lord. It's never too early to start, and it's never too late to start. Our assignment is always active and alive. There is no expiration date on God's purpose in your life. Say amen if you can.
Number two, beloved, when you're built to last, oh, you fight battles that others will never know about. Mm. Before he was hired, Jackie Robinson was grilled for hours as the management team role-played various hostile scenarios that he could encounter. The manager warned him. He said, they'll do anything to make you react. This is the way to prove to the public that a Negro should not be allowed in the major leagues. And that's exactly how it was. On the field, fans booed him. Folks shouted racial slurs at him. Some of the players tried to hurt him intentionally and others just boycotted him. Off the field, he was denied service at hotels and restaurants because he was black. He received countless death threats against himself and his family. Like today's Bible verse noted, he was surrounded by trouble. Yet every day, he showed up to faithfully do what the Lord had assigned to him. And there's this wonderful scene in the, the movie 42 where one of Jackie Robinson's teammates went to the manager and he was worried and he was afraid because his family had received their first death threat. And so he went to the manager asking to be traded. And so Brandon Rickey goes over to this file cabinet he had in his office. He opens the drawer and he pulls out a file about two inches thick with a stack of death threats that Jackie Robinson had received yet none of the other players knew about. Oh, I believe that there are some here today in the midst of storms that you've worked hard to keep under wraps from the world. I believe there are some that are struggling here, some that are watching us, that are fighting secret battles that even your friends and your family aren't aware of. And it reminds me of the sudden passing of the young Chadwick Boseman. The reason it was so jarring is because no one knew that he was battling cancer. When he made the Black Panther movie, when he did his charity work, when he went about his public appearances, nobody knew the demons that he was battling privately. Oh, I believe, beloved, there are some here that are facing battles that most people are oblivious to and maybe you cry in the shower or maybe you sob in your pillow at night trying to hold it all together but I need you to know today this is not the end of the story for you this is not the end of the road for you this battle you're facing will not kill you will not defeat you because God has built you to last Oh, when you're set apart, when you're on special assignment, not everybody's going to understand. As a matter of fact, they may be threatened by you and lash out, especially if you're the first to do something. Anybody in here ever been the first to do something? Oh, being the first always brings scars. 
It's always difficult as you travel down roads that haven't been traveled before. Being the first to pursue higher education, being the first to leave the projects, being the first to break the chains of addiction, being the first fill in the blank is always difficult. So we have to develop a tough skin, beloved. We cannot give our, perse our persecutors the satisfaction of knowing that they have broken us. Whether it's someone around us or whether it's the devil trying to take you down, you have to rise above it because storms don't stay. Storms only pass through. Come on now. And when you have the courage to pick yourself up and open your eyes after that storm, you'll find that the only thing that remained after the storm was your God. Whole oh, 1 Corinthians 3.11 says, For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus the Christ. Come on, beloved. We need to remember that there's no other name that can shelter us, no other name that can sustain us, no other name that can protect us, that give us might, that will give us power, or that will help us come out victorious. There's no other name than the name of Jesus. So whatever you're facing today, remember that Jesus is stronger than sickness. Oh, remember that Jesus is stronger than financial difficulty. Jesus is stronger than depression. Jesus is stronger than anxiety. Jesus is stronger than the coronavirus. Hallelujah. Whole life cannot shake us when we're built on the firm foundation that is Jesus. So even though you may be fighting privately, oh, Jesus is right there with you. Jesus is journeying with you, strengthening you, and covering you, and sustaining you, and he will bring you through. But let's also be aware, beloved, as we interact with our brother and our sister, our family members, our neighbors, and our coworkers, that we may never understand the battles that people are facing privately. Although they may smile publicly, it does not mean that they're not in pain privately. So be gracious, be loving, and extend God's grace whenever you can. Come on, say hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. And finally, brothers and sisters, when you are built to last, you give birth to legacy. See, when you're built to last, you can build something that lasts. You can leave a legacy that outlives you, one that not only impacts those around you, but also sets up the generations that come after you. Oh, because Mary and Joseph endured over 2,000 years ago, they gave birth to the hope of humanity in a humble manger. Because Jesus endured three excruciating days on the cross of Calvary, his legacy lives in you and I as we can pursue lives of freedom in him. 
because Paul endured. He was able to spread the gospel throughout the world and left us lessons that we're still learning from today. Hallelujah. Because Jackie Robinson endured. He changed history. He broke records. He set new standards. He opened the doors for generations of athletes of color. Oh, he created scholarship programs and he was an active voice in the civil rights movement. Oh, even today, his name is part of the experience because when you uh, take the Jackie Robinson Parkway from Brooklyn to Queens, right, that is named after him. And because our pastors endured, this ministry stands today on a firm foundation. Oh, for more than 40 years, Pastor Mark and Pastor E have faithfully served the people of this house. Yeah, come on, put your hands together. Hallelujah. Oh, they served when things were good and when things weren't. They served when they were happy and when their spirits were grieved. They served when they were full of energy and when their souls were weary. And as a result, they've built this incredible legacy in this place and have given birth to a new crop of spiritual children that are ministering all around the world. The one standing before you included. Because they've endured, we are reaping the benefits today. My children and your children are reaping the benefits. And the generations after that will, are reaping, are going to reap the benefits. Oh, when you're strong enough to stand the test of time, when you stand through the storms, when you stand through the famine, when you stand through the war, oh, you've got something to preach about. Oh, you've got something to testify about. Oh, you've got something to sing about as you teach the next generation about the faithfulness of your God. Also, oh, I encourage you today, stand firm in your faith because those victories you win today will empower a new generation to press through in the name of Jesus. And as I close, oh, I would love to stand here before you to report that the racism that Jackie Robinson experienced is a thing of the past. Oh, beloved, unfortunately, it's not. This and so many other prejudices abound in our society, as do trials and tribulations of every shape and size. Oh, we will have trials. We will have trials. We will experience pain. We will experience difficulty. But in Christ, we shall overcome. And so I want to encourage us today to put our lenses of faith back on. For those of you that were with us as we rang in the new year, we distributed these 
lenses that said, look again, and asked everyone in the temple to put them on as a symbol that they were going to enter 2020 with lenses of faith. Oh, 2020 has been a difficult year. And maybe you've taken your lenses and you've put them to the side. Maybe you've stomped on them. Maybe you've thrown them away. I don't know. But God can restore all things. Hallelujah. And so I want to encourage us right now to put on our lenses of faith that will help us look beyond the difficulty, that will help us look beyond the storm and know that we know that we know that with Jesus, we can hit a home run with any curveball that life throws at us. Also, the next time we face adversity, we can look it in the eye and tell it what Jackie Robinson used to say. No, no, not here. God has built me to last. Come on, stand to your feet this morning. I want you to imagine with me those that are in the temple and those that are at home that you have your lenses of faith right now. Oh, that you've put them on, and as a result, uh, you have a new confidence, you have a new boldness, you have a new authority in the name of Jesus to speak to the things that have been making your life difficult, and you're going to let them know, God has built me to last. So I'm going to mention a thing, and I want you guys in the audience, and you guys at home to respond, God has built me to last. Oh, first, I want to speak right now to the spirit of infirmity, very specifically to every type of cancer, to colon cancer and thyroid cancer and breast cancer and prostate cancer and, and lymphoma and every other cancer that is uh, 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 impacting God's people. And right now, as a people, we say to you, God has built me to last. Oh, to the chains of addiction that have bound God's people for so long. Today we say to you, God has built me to last. Come on, say it like you mean it. To the unemployment that is threatening the livelihood of God's people. We say to you today, God has built me to last. Hold to the spirit of depression that is attacking the minds of God's sons and daughters. We say to you today, God has built me to last. Hold to the spirit of grief that is consuming some folks right now. And they feel so down, they, they can't pick themselves up. Today we say to the spirit of grief, God has built me to last. Oh, to any other sin that is trying to tempt, that is trying to stop, that is trying to bind up, oh God, sons and daughters, we'd say to sin today, God has built me to last to the coronavirus. Oh, yes, we're going to speak to the coronavirus. COVID-19, you have no space in our lives. You have no space in our families. You have no space in our church. So we say to you today, God 
has built me to last to the devil, the demons, and all the forces of evil that have been trying to bring us down in 2020. With our lenses of faith, we say to you today, God has built me to last. Almighty God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you that we are victorious today in your name. That every burden has been lifted today as we put on our lens of faith and we declare that in you we are strong. That in our weakness those areas are portals to your power. So we declare victory. We declare breakthrough upon your people today in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Come on, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God has built you the last. You will make it through this in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah.